You are listening to the audio version of the Bitcoin.com weekly news show with Roger Veer. For the full experience, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hello, everyone. It is that time of the week again. It is Friday, March 8th, 2019 from Hong Kong today with uh, the ever popular Gabriel Cardona, our token wizard here. And uh, he, we have one guy, Chris, always makes the notes for the news, but Gabriel has his own notes of all the stuff he's excited about. It take take it away. What are you going to cover, Gabriel? Hey everybody, great to be here. So we are here in Hong Kong for the Hong Kong Blockchain Week, which is just an absolute gathering of people from companies from all over the world. Tons of tons of networking and tons of events. Um, it's just a refreshing reminder of how big this space is and how much opportunity there is to impact people all around the world. So it's just been absolutely great. It's been great hanging out with Roger and Stefan from our team. So the first thing on our list here is Queensland, Australia now has 100 plus merchants accepting Bitcoin cash. And so you can get your food, your drinks, your accommodation, you can pay for your laundry, um, you can go to different types of gyms. They have things like helicopter tours and I'm sure there's much more that's not on that list. And there is a really great video that got released by the CoinSpice team. It's done very well. Their, their production quality is very high and it kind of shows Hayden, uh, CryptoStrats on Twitter, cruising around and showing all the different things you can do Helicopter with Helicopter rides cash. with girls. Yeah. <laughs> Paid for in Bitcoin cash. What more do you need? <laughs> and what's really exciting about this is simply that it's you get the sense that they are starting to create a closed economy down there because 100 merchants is a lot you know you can imagine doing 100 different things with your bitcoin cash and what's great is these companies will either hold on to this bitcoin cash or they'll use it to buy different supplies for their companies sure some of them will cash out to fiat there's nothing wrong with that but you know bitcoin cash is meant to be used as cash and it's really exciting to see somewhere like queensland so um, i just get the impression that Bitcoin cash adoption is really popping down in Australia and after seeing this video it makes me think it might be time for me to make a trip down to Queensland and visit crypto strats. And actually a reminder a week or two ago I became an advisor for a live and pay mm-hmm. down there in Australia that already has more than 20,000 merchants signed up for their platform. Mm-hmm. I'm their advisor, stay tuned, I'll leave it at that. So. Yes. Yeah, so um, props to crypto strats Hayden and the rest of the CoinSpice team, uh, always doing great work. Um, I know that recently I saw some people doing QA on a Telegram bot, which allows you to uh, tip in their new SPICE tokens. So maybe like two weeks ago, they launched a SPICE token on Bitcoin Cash, of course, using SLP. And so now somebody has created a um, Telegram bot where you'll be able to tip BCH and SPICE tokens. And then um, a couple weeks ago, I don't remember the exact date, but maybe three uh, weeks ago, Roger and I had announced that there was a company which is launching a bunch of um, ATMs which are going to support Bitcoin Cash as well as doing remittance and several other things. They actually reached out to us because they saw us make the announcement here and um, they said they wanted to add SLP tokens. So we've been working with them in a Telegram room for the last week. They have three projects going on. They're doing ATMs, they're doing a Telegram bot, and they're also doing a hardware wallet. And we're working with them. Yeah, and we're working with them to get BCH and SLP uh, enabled in that as well. So that's super exciting. So the next one is um, EatBCH now accepts token donations. And the reason I think this is very cool is, you know, Juan has been one of my favorite characters in the entire Bitcoin Cash community from right after the fork. And so, you know, remittances are a killer app of Bitcoin Cash. The reason is, People come from less developed countries to more developed countries like Japan or America or Hong Kong and they work very hard and they send money back to their family. That's like a big thing all around the world. And companies such as MoneyGram or PayPal, they take a large chunk, I think remittances is $20 billion a year and there's about 3 or $4 billion a year that goes to fees. And you know, why- Fees would... from the people that can't afford it the, the yeah, yeah they, they need their money the most. Mm-hmm. 
And so, you know, we all know with Bitcoin Cash, you can send as much money as you want nearly instantly anywhere in the world borderlessly and you pay fractions of a penny. So remittance has always been the killer app. And so as soon as BCH sprung up, basically this is a one individual one, although I, support him, I, I suspect he must have a support team around him, just created a Bitcoin Cash address and said, hey, if anybody wants to send us money down here, I will buy food and I'll give it out to people who are poor, basically. And, you know, as we mentioned a couple weeks ago recently, Mate, um, our COO, gave a talk in Miami and he had a really powerful chart where he was showing if you had a million dollars the month that Maduro took over power, however long ago it was, um, you would have 31 cents now. So that just gives you a sense of how bad their currency crisis is down there. And, and, and we need to point out that it's not just, it's not like a hurricane or a tornado or an earthquake. It's a, it's directly caused by stupid economic policies of Maduro and his regime. So it's not a natural disaster. Mm -hmm. It's an intentionally man-made disaster mm -hmm. by people that just don't understand, right? Like, I, I, I'm even hesitant to call people like Maduro a bad guy. I think he just doesn't understand the economics of what makes money money. Otherwise, he wouldn't have caused that economic disaster down there. Sure, and it's worth noting that that could happen to any country. You know, America's fiat's not backed by anything since 71 or 72 when we went off the gold standard, and that's the common around and, the world. And people love to make jokes about the Zimbabwe dollar and a hundred you know, trillion dollar Zimbabwe dollar note. Well, in 1983, one single Zimbabwe dollar, not a hundred trillion Zimbabwe dollars, one Zimbabwe dollar was worth more than one US dollar. Wow. So that just shows how bad things can get, yeah. Yeah, so um, Juan has been amazing from day one. He stayed with us and he stayed true. What I really like is that uh, every day he will post pictures of him handing People out food and, and he'll post the uh, latest block height with the hash, first few characters of the hash to show that he's not ripping anybody off. This happened today. It's, it's really wise of him to do that. And then ZQuest Z, who's an absolute legend, worked with um, Juan and a couple other people. Liz, I believe, was part of that, and I'm sure there are others who I'm forgetting at the moment, to create a spinoff of EBCH, which is EBCH South Sudan, which is another uh, place which is uh, great for sending remittance to people there. And so one of the things we've done all along in our Bitbox code samples is we always put Juan's Bitcoin Cash address for any of our code oh, samples. samples. Oh. Yeah, so that when people just spin up and start trying out our stuff, all the little cents and fee, um, usually it's no more than a penny, but anything that they uh, send will go to him as a donation. And so recently we started uh, doing the same thing with our um, SLP scaffolds. So if you run our SLP SDK, you can create an app in React and Angular and Next and Node and View in less than a minute, basically. And somebody pointed out on our team, you know, we should, uh, since we have his SLP address in here, we should reach out to him to make sure he knows about it and that he could accept tokens. So Pete, I believe from our team, reached out to him a few days ago. Um, Juan pinged me on Twitter yesterday or today. I've been a little bit out of the loop because I've been in Hong Kong, but it was in the last 48 hours and said, hey, I downloaded Badger, here's my address. So we'll put it in the show notes uh, below. I have it here in our show notes. And so EBCH now accepts token donations. And this is just really cool because um, there's my next uh, note here. There's 447 tokens now on the mainnet. No, 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 no. I think there's 448 since you made your notes. Oh, really? Another one launched. I think so. <laughs> I saw UFO token. Is that oh, there? Got Did it. you see UFO token? I saw a BTC token actually launched. So they put the URL as Bitcoin.org. I'm like, hmm, is Cobra playing around with our technology now? I'm not sure. But um, so yeah. Um, it only takes one or two of these tokens to really set it off. Right now we're in the very beginning of our whole tokenbrain explosion and we're just seeing people experiment with it. And it's so encouraging that you see tokens created every day. Lots of new tokens every day, yeah, multiples. Yeah. 
And so, you know, keep in mind that EOS launched as an ERC-20 token. So it really only takes one or two tokens to set all this off. So um, if you have any tokens, we'll put the address below. Make sure you go out there and donate them to Juan and ABCH. Or if you don't have any tokens, put your SLP address in the comments below. Mm -hmm. Sometimes YouTube censors them and removes them. But if we're able to see them, we'll send you guys some free tokens so you can play with them. Yes. And so the next one we have is very exciting as well, and it's the SLP torch. So um, I have it right now. You do. Who should I send it to next? Right? One in Venezuela. That works for me. <laughs> yes. So. so you know everybody's been making a big deal about this lightning torch. If you've been on social media, and I presume most of you are, then you've seen all the rage about this lightning torch. And all it is is basically people are sending um, lightning transactions to each other and to show that you know lightning is in beta. And if you remember last year, there were a couple. I think they were called the Bitcoin Cash Rolls. I don't remember what they were, but people basically tried to send Bitcoin Cash all around the world, and in advance, people would line up their address in a spreadsheet, and then um, it happened multiple times. And so the uh, Lightning Torch is similar to that. People are just kind of saying, hey, look, we can send uh, Lightning transactions all around the world, and it was a really big deal the other day because... But it wasn't, because I think like 99% of people didn't understand what they were going up, what they were doing. I think they were just using a custodial wallet sure. to do it. So like what they were doing wasn't any more exciting than using PayPal to send money from one person to another whereas SLP you actually have the private keys the transactions on chain mm -hmm. you actually are sending the token from one person to another you're not trusting anybody else to do it which is totally different than these custodial lightning wallets if, if you want to have full control of your lightning transaction it takes it'll take you minimum I think six hours to get everything set up absolute minimum mm -hmm. reality is probably more like a day because you're not gonna wait around and be ready the moment each time you have to do something else and that mm -hmm. swears with Bitcoin cash Download our app. In 30 seconds, you can literally send and receive money with anyone in the world permissionlessly. Mm -hmm. You can't do that with Lightning. Yeah, and that, and so whenever I saw the Lightning torch going around, you know, they made a really big deal out of it that it made it to Iran. And I just thought, it's so crazy because you could send Bitcoin to Iran from day one. For a decade. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that is, you know, it's just interesting to me that that's a big deal. So um, recently... Or that you could buy pizza with Lightning recently. Like, that was the first transaction Ever mm -hmm. on Bitcoin with somebody buying pizza with it. So why are they so excited about it? I don't know. I think it's like a marketing. Sure. Maybe there's paid PR firm hyping it up even more. I don't know. So um, recently someone created the SLP torch and they created it as a non-fungible token. So there's only one of them. They've got zero decimal places and they've been sending it around. So um, as Roger mentioned, he's in control of it right now and we want to see where it can go next. Yeah, I kind of think it would be fun to try and get it over to you know, maybe Brian Armstrong or sure. Joe Rogan. Or, or Gavin. Or Ga Gavin just deserves more thanks than uh, <laughs> everybody that's due to Bitcoin. I think they have no idea who this guy is. Like The entire world owes Gavin a big giant debt of gratitude for being a, a wonderful steward of the Bitcoin project for the first, I don't know, five years or so sure. of Bitcoin. So. so I know for sure I did, and I believe Roger told me he did as well. I know for sure I got my first coins from I Gavin's too, from faucet. His faucet yeah. yeah, so the very first faucet ever. If I remember correctly, he gave away 10,000 BTC. Um, that's the number I've had in my mind for years. And basically, you know, he was a super early adopter. He's literally the guy who took over from Satoshi. Yeah. So if you don't know who it is, this is Gavin Andreessen. And um, he actually is one of the co-creators of Graphene, which is the new block propagation technology, which is going to help Bitcoin Cash scale to serving cash for the, the world. world. Yeah. So um, 
basically there is an SLP torch now. Um, put your address there in the bottom. What we want to do is we want to see this send all around the world and show that you can still do permissionless peer-to-peer cash-in tokens all around the world and it's um, something you can do today. Today you need to download our Badger wallet because that's the primary wallet in the ecosystem. Uh, there's Electron Cash SLP edition as well. Um, but around the end of the month, the Bitcoin.com wallet will have the SLP tokens ready so you can send them right from your wallet on your phone to anyone anywhere in the world. And we have, I think, almost 3.7 million wallets mm-hmm. created now on the Bitcoin.com wallet platform. So that's a lot of uh, new token wallets coming. Yeah, and we've been doing a lot of biz dev meetings here in Hong Kong. And one of the big selling points we've been able to tell people is that there's 3.7 million people who've downloaded the Bitcoin.com wallet. That is... So to be fair, it's 3.7 million wallets created, mm-hmm. The actual, but some people create more than one wallet. Sure, and that sure. doesn't count both BTC and BCH, it's just the BCH. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the actual number of downloads is probably 3 point something less than 3.7. Sure. But uh, yeah, but it's, it's a still huge, a lot, it's still huge. Number. Yeah, and it's a huge selling point for businesses. Yeah. So you know, we're working a lot with a lot of big businesses right now, hand-holding them into our ecosystem. And a big selling point is just that we have this wallet, which has been downloaded nearly 4 million times. And whenever we turn on tokens, I think so, it's probably the second most popular Bitcoin or yeah, Bitcoin or cryptocurrency wallet in the entire world. Mm-hmm. I think number one is blockchain.info. Mm-hmm. Coinbase isn't a wallet, it's a bank. And we love Coinbase. Like They've done a huge amount to bring cryptocurrency adoption to the world, but there's a difference between a wallet and a bank account. Their so, new wallet is. Their new wallet's an actual yeah, wallet, but that just came out a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, it's a brand new. I, I hope they have lots of installs, but you know, mm-hmm. I... I wonder if they even have 10,000 installs. Sure. That's yeah, so I do too. But yeah, that's um, a great idea about Brian Armstrong. That's the person right? to target. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, Brian or Peter or you know mm-hmm. Winsys or any of these early believers in Bitcoin. I think they should be able to see the power and the ease of uh, being able to use uh, on-chain transactions for the world in a permissionless way. Mm-hmm. Lightning Network certainly doesn't uh, enable that in any sort of user-friendly manner, whereas uh, Bitcoin Cash certainly does. Right, and there is a website, again, we'll drop it uh, in the link below, but there's a website now where you can track the uh, SLP torch. So basically every time it changes hands, somebody just, um, the website updates and it shows the transaction ID and then the Twitter account of the person who holds it. So Roger's probably at the top of that list at this moment because I know that uh, Corbin sent it to him right now. About an hour ago, yeah. (laughs) Which is very exciting. And so next uh, we have some updates from basically from our tech, uh, the stuff we've crea- um, done on the developer services team over the last week or so. The first one is that we released a new version of Badger. So this went live the night I arrived in Hong Kong about four or five nights ago. And um, one of the big requests we've had from Roger and from many other users is simply to show the BCH and SLP transaction history. So right now, every time you upgrade Badger to a new version or if you uh, import your seed from Chrome to Firefox or whatever, it wasn't showing the transaction history. And it was only showing the send history. It never showed the receive history. Now you have send and receive for BCH. Yep. And the tokens are almost ready for send and receive as well? They are. So yeah, we have SLB DB, which we are SLP DB, um, I apologize, um, which we talked about a couple weeks ago. So that's a fork of BitDB, which has been uh, ported over to TypeScript and which supports only SLP transactions. And we are testing that now. We uh, definitely have QA'd it on the mainnet. Now we're QAing it on the testnet. Uh, last week I created the very first pay to multi-sig token that I know of. Maybe somebody has done it before me, but we did it on testnet and that was causing us some troubles today. So we have to basically... Did um, I hear multi-sig token? Is yes. that the word I heard? Multi-sig tokens are coming to Bitcoin Cash here yeah. shortly. And so, yeah, um, the great thing about SLP is that it can leverage all of the advanced features of Bitcoin Cash. So it has pay to script hash, pay to multi-sig. You can use... Um, 
uh, script in your pay to script hash and then so for example we've been brainstorming with the team on a stable coin and one of the things they want is the ability to freeze and unfreeze because it's a permission token so we're going to create a permission token class which is based around multi-sig that was the research I was doing there basically so that the issuer is able to freeze or unfreeze the tokens or confiscate them no not all SLP tokens will be permissionless only a very subset yeah, for specific super use clear. cases the rest of your tokens are permissionless yeah and this just shows the power of SLP. You can have something like that. So we've been brainstorming on that. Um, another one is to Im uh, improve the onboarding flow by not forcing the seed back up. So one of the great things we do in the Bitcoin.com mobile wallet is that we just put a little banner at the top that says, hey, you've not backed up your seed. You should probably do that. And if you tap it, it'll take you to the settings screen and then you can confirm your seed works. Uh, the way we had it set up with Badger was the very first time you went through, it made you write down your seed and then confirm it and multiple people too much friction yeah. yeah way too much friction i know roger was demoing it for some non-native english speakers and having them be able to write down english words and plug them back in was just it was obviously a bad user experience and what we really want to do is drill into the user experience i said it a couple weeks ago but it really is true the greatest lesson that steve jobs taught us is that it's all about the user experience that's why the iphone has become so popular in android because they encapsulate all of the complexity of modern computers behind something so simple that a child is able to do it when they're just a couple of years old so we really do care about user experience we want to make the ecosystem deep and then we want to have great user experience so now in badger we no longer force you to back up the seed whenever you're um, onboarding you can just go to the settings screen and uh, either download your seed or back it up from there after the fact so that's uh, great the next one is to improve the QR code, uh, code scanner. So whenever you go to send a transaction, there's a little icon for QR code. And if you clicked it previously, there was basically a bug. It wasn't properly scanning. Um, I got that Fixed. Yeah, yeah. resolved last week. So now you can scan SLP and BCH addresses, legacy address, cache address, whatever. It works. And then the next one is um, this. So one of the things we want to do is we want to be able to show icons for services um, which you're sending to. So for example, um, Satoshi Dice was one of the very first sites which implemented the Badger button. And so wouldn't it be cool if every time you sent or received from Satoshi Dice, we could show a little icon in there? Well, fortunately, the team at Satoshi Dice reuses the same addresses for their different tiers and the same thing with Satoshi Stack. So I was able to go in and create a whitelist of those addresses and put the Satoshi Dice logo in there. And so now um, whenever you see, this isn't live yet, but this is what we've been working on. Whenever you see your send uh, or received history, you'll see uh, an icon that's you know sent or received from Satoshi Dice. So, so I have in my notes that actually a Satoshi Dice surpassed half a million online bets. Oh, wow. That's a lot of bets. I'm Bitcoin Cash, right? So like half a million of them. And uh, it's smooth with the Badger wallet. Like click, yeah. click, click, bing, bing, bing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't play responsibly. Yes. Do play responsibly. Don't lose all your money. It's uh, yes. Absolutely. I was winning and winning and winning, and then I lost. That's <laughs> how it works, I guess. So. Yes. Um, so that got us thinking. Um, what could we do to have interoperability between other wallets, which want to show token icons or business icons? And so I created a library this past week called BCH-Token-Icons, and basically it's an NPM library because everything we do is with Node.js and NPM. Um, and you can install it in your app and basically all of the, anybody who submitted... Any known address can yeah. have an icon? Yeah, and any token. So if you create your own token, you can uh, create a pull request here with your assets for your app and then anybody who installs this. So we're hoping this will improve interoperability. So when the Across Bitcoin, all the different wallets yeah. that are supporting SLP, yeah. Yeah, so when the Bitcoin.com wallet launches uh, or any others. So this kind of brings me to my next point. Um, credit to JB from our team. So as I mentioned, we've been working with a lot of teams uh, to 
We're trying to make it so it's easy for developers to build their stuff on top of Bitcoin Cash. So JB just came up with a new SDK that does what? Uh, it's iOS, uh, so it's written in Swift and it's for native iOS apps. And at the current moment, it can show BCH and SLP addresses, show BCH and SLP balances, and then send and receive BCH and SLP. So it's not as fully featured as Bitbox, of course, because Bitbox is way fully featured, but it's a great start. And from day one, uh, a lot of people have asked us, can you do it in languages other than JavaScript? And the answer from my end has always been not yet because I'm a JavaScript developer and that's where I focus. So it's something we've wanted to do for a long time. We're shooting, right now they're writing a test suite for it and we're going to put documentation up on developer.bitcoin.com. We're targeting March 15th, which is about a week out. And then after that, they've already started working on a uh, Android native SDK in Kotlin. So our intention here is simply to empower every iOS and Android developer out there to be able to use Bitcoin Cash and SLP tokens mm -hmm. in their wallets and in their products. So go ahead and head over to developer.bitcoin.com for all of that. Yes. And then so coming soon in Badger, we have a transaction history for tokens. So as he mentioned, right now it's just for BCH. And the reason is because we're still queuing SLPDB. We hope to have that live next week. And then we're going to have transaction history for tokens. We're going to remove the password. So again, we want to make the uh, flow as smooth as possible. And right now when you first create Badger, you still have to set a password. So we'd like to remove that and make it optional. You can still set a password if you want from the settings page. But to make the on-ramping much more smooth, we're not even going to have a password because we've found that having seed phrase and password is confusing to some people who don't you know, live and breathe this every single day. Why do they need both? Which, which does what? So really it'd be nice if they could just have a seed phrase and we could say this is the thing you must not lose and then a password is optional for extra security. And then as I mentioned, token, token and business icons. So we're working on that right now. That should be live in the next release as well. And then, um, so recently we've had a bunch of updates to REST. So as I mentioned, we're working with several companies to on-ramp them into our ecosystem and they often ask us, um, can you create REST endpoints which allow me to create transactions and create tokens, etc. We don't want to do that on REST.Bitcoin.com because we want it to be 100% non-custodial, but it's definitely something the market is asking us for. So this last week we released a new version of REST, pardon me? where you can include an, a different environment variable and it will basically load these new endpoints for you to create tokens, mint tokens, send tokens, burn tokens. And um, this is for people who run REST locally. So, you know, 100% of our software is open source on the MIT license. At the same time, um, running your own software is not free in the sense that you've got to have engineers who can do it. And we make so many changes so often that it's hard for people to keep up to date with what we're doing. But if you're one of those teams that is doing that, you can now run your local version of REST and you can have these not you can have these custodial endpoints that are not live on rest.bitcoin.com. And so to make that easier for everybody, we have um, Chris Troutner, the amazing Chris Troutner from our team, has created a Docker container for REST. So this is like as easy as it can Plug it in anywhere. Yeah, Docker's yeah. everywhere. Now you can plug in your Docker container and yep. do everything you want right there. Yep, so this is super easy. And then um, we'll put the link to that below. And then we also did some updates. Basically, uh, just, you know, we're returning um, balances for zero. Um, we're, we added a new endpoint to validate single transaction IDs and stuff like that. So lots of exciting stuff happening on REST. Again, it's 100% open source, so please go check it out. And then I mentioned our iOS and Android SDK. Do you have anything you want to jump in there? Yep, so we've got a fast run of the, the news for the very end here. So the big, big news that we have, MoonPay is now live inside the Bitcoin.com wallet. Mm -hmm. You can buy Bitcoin Cash with your credit card right from inside the wallet in basically all the EU and the UK, and we're rolling that out to more and more countries uh, around the world shortly. Uh, you can buy up to 150 euros worth with basically no KYC, 
and uh, you can buy up to 20,000 euros worth a month if you give us some uh, basic KYC document stuff. So, uh, IronGate.wine is now accepting Bitcoin Cash for wine using BitPay. Uh, Gibraltar Exchange has added BCH fiat trading pairs. More and more exchanges all over the world are adding BCH fiat pairs, so shout out to Gibraltar uh, Blockchain Exchange. Uh, and then of course, Tokyo, right, where Gabriel and I both spend a lot of time. Mm -hmm. The top four nightclubs are all accepting BCH. They mm -hmm. are not accepting BTC. They are not accepting Tether. They are not accepting anything other than BCH mm -hmm. uh, and traditional payment methods. The only crypto they accept is BCH. So go and download the Bitcoin.com wallet app and you can find all these awesome nightclubs in Tokyo. Uh, and you can pay in Bitcoin Cash. So uh, yeah, I wanted to weigh in on the uh, MoonPay. So this is this is absolutely huge. So one of the things that was very popular for a while that people were tossing around was the idea of spend and replace. Yeah. So you know you That's have the next step in our wallet here. Yeah, exactly. So you have money on your phone today. You can go out and go to one of these nightclubs and spend your BCH and immediately replenish it with new BCH by buying it within the app. So I think that's pretty exciting. Yep, so I think that's probably a good place to wrap everything up here, though. But we have a couple of comments from people last week. Uh, Pawn Whisper says, BCH saved my, me and my travels in Asia. I could have been stranded without it. BCH is the bomb. <laughs> and Satoshi Analysis says, BCH is the real P2P electronic cash. Mm -hmm. That's right, of course. And then uh, somebody with a Russian name says, where can I buy BCH? And then something that doesn't make sense. So where can you buy it? Buy.bitcoin.com, of course. Also on your phone now, on the mobile app. Yeah, in the, inside the app, that's right. So and Kyle Wildman says, trying out Badger and tokens. Keep up the good work, guys and girls. And he puts his uh, simple ledger address in the comments. We'll send him some tokens here shortly as well. Mm -hmm. If you like the video, share, subscribe, like, spread it on social media, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. Because that's how we get the good word out about bringing more economic freedom to the entire world through the best technology to do so, which is Bitcoin Cash. See everybody next week. Thank you. Cheers.